Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Ambush. Uh, this is a new weekly podcast that goes for about 15 minutes. Uh, with me, I have my co-host Will from Desk Friends. Will, how are you going? Going pretty well, Clint. How are you going? I am excellent. I've got my coffee in hand and ready to talk about what's happened in the Destiny world this week. Um, so we'll jump straight into it. We've only got 15 minutes. Um, I thought we'd look at, uh, with Gen Con happening over the weekend, we'd do a quick recap of Gen Con. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, what what have you heard about Gen Con uh, this week, Will? Um, I heard not so much initially. I watched the uh, finals sort of play out in the group chats, um, but I only recently sort of looked over the top eight and top 32 results, and it looks uh, really diverse, which I think is great for the game. Um, but I'm really happy that sort of my deck got represented, um, and a few other sort of things. Yeah, I think you, uh, you hit the nail on the head there with, about diversity. I think just quickly looking over the list, I think it's pretty safe to say there's maybe 10 to 12 different decks represented in the top 32, um, with, it looks like predominantly the pairing of Yoda Cassian uh, coming hot out of the gate uh, and just basically dominating that top 32, uh, as is pretty apparent in the top eight where there were three Yoda, Cassian, Anakin, Mill decks. Uh, so the Millpocalypse is upon us. What's your, what's your take on that? I think it is, uh, it's good to see, you know, uh, Mill coming through as a sort of really competitive standing. Um, obviously, it hasn't really happened before in the game, except with Thronka, which immediately got nerfed. So hopefully we don't immediately see this character combination get nerfed. Um, I know that the designers have said, uh, like, you know, in the past, like, oh, we don't really want to take uh, Mill to, like, every every top eight of every event sort of thing. We don't think that's good for the game. But I think it should have its day in the sun. Um and the archetype's pretty interesting as well. Like, it's pretty uh, diverse sort of dice. Um, allows for a lot of interesting upgrades. I don't think anyone thought the pod racer would get played. And now the pod is getting played. So that's... I think that's good. Anything that surprises the people who think they know everything about the game, I think is good. It's going to be very interesting to see how the meta plays out or how the meta responds to Yoda, Cassian, or Mill in general i mean we didn't really see a lot of the other mill decks uh like Leia yoda um which was probably the other predominant mill deck that people were thinking about about playing but it looks like the the yoda cassian has just uh has just dominated yeah Gen I, Con think, there. I think having access to things like second chance hyperspace jump and the like sort of blue hero removal suite just pushes that over the top at the moment maybe uh luke yoda or uh sorry leia yoda or leia luke might see a resurgence in like legacies rotation but i think while second chance exists um those yellow hero decks are going to be much better at milling yeah it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see once rotation hits and all these above the curve cards leave the game uh what the game is going to look like it'll probably i would imagine play a lot fair a lot more fair and a lot harder to break yeah 
Yeah, I think no one really enjoys the fact that um, Second Chance is an interesting card in damage matchups. Like, you know, it creates the, like, oh, I can live a bit longer at the end, or if you go after my yellow character first, I can sort of stall you out a bit. Uh, but against, like, if you're playing Mill, it's like, oh, here's my extra five health. Like, that's all it means. Like, here's my extra five health. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're I don't know if that's coming through what the difference i mean there but it's much more of a sort of less dynamic and interesting card in there yeah i mean you're looking you're looking at that three wide mill deck as being 27 health and then you add a couple of second chances in there i mean you you've got to battle through 37 yeah you've got to battle through 37 health um yeah it's 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 definitely one of those cards that pushes that mill combination uh over the edge combined with all of blue's great mitigation yeah but let's um let's move on to uh a couple of decks you mentioned yoda cassian before i know it's a deck that you've been uh uh playing for quite a bit uh the previous meta you were playing uh hondo cassian uh and you're now playing uh yoda hondo sorry um and now you're playing yoda cassian do you want to tell us a bit about that and how you've uh migrated your yoda hondo deck across to yoda cassian yeah um with town hall, like with uh, store champs coming up for people, I think it's probably pretty important to know how to play against um, the sort of damage version of the Yoda Cassian, so you don't sit down against someone playing like Elite Yoda, Elite Cassian, Frozen Wastes, and think like, oh, maybe maybe it's Mill. Um, just always always keep it in the back of your mind, even if they take the command center battlefield, um, they could just be playing the damage version. Um, and it's really, I think of it as a natural evolution of um, sort of Yoda Hondo, like really oppressive, a lot of early damage. Um, and I, yeah, I really like it. I've been playing a lot of it. I think the crucial cards uh, to sort of watch out for are like the all-ins and the impulsives. Um, so I play it as Yoda Cassian Elite, and I play sort of X8s, um force waves uh force speeds cunnings and then i really just sort of i'm looking to draw into those big combo pieces with all my dice out and do uh probably upwards of 10 damage with a few spreads from cassian in in a turn um in a sort of round so if you know how to play against that if you hold on to your friends and play them when you think they have the combo um then that's a good way to get around that deck um, also, if you do more than five damage to Yoda turn one, you put a serious clock on the deck's efficiency. Uh, so I would be aiming to do that if you sit down across someone playing Yoda Cassian damage. That's my sort of lightning fast review of that deck. Also, watch out for Beguile. <laughs> <laughs> Beguile is very, very nice. Um, yeah, so I've played a few games with this and. Like as I was saying to you before we started the podcast this morning, uh, it's it's burst potential and consistency is amazing, but it's balanced out by the fact that it can just get aggroed down. Um, you've yeah, only got any, a, you've only got a any deck. You've only got a twenty. Health, yeah, you've only got twenty hit points. Um, and then if you uh, draw bad as well, like if you don't hit your four speeds, uh, you're going to have a rough time those until you draw into those four speeds. And then 
as you said before, if someone lays five health or five damage into Yoda, uh, and then you draw onto a force speed round three, like you're gonna you're not playing that force speed. No, force speed is a heavy reroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your your damage output actually goes down and your consistency goes down if you don't draw into that force speed so if you're wanting to play yoda cassian what is your ideal opening hand if you're playing this deck mulligan heavily for force speed and at least one damage upgrade if you're playing other guns mulligan for other guns like the cr2 or the dl44 um I play X8s, I sort of pretty heavily mulligan for them. If you're against a 3-wide, I would even pitch the Force Speed and go for the 5-card mulligan for the Force Wave because that card will just win you the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, They won't be able to play a 2-cost upgrade on turn 1 because they'll be worried about removing your Force Wave and then maybe they get some resources and play it at the end, but by that stage, like, you've already won the game if you've played it turn 1, action 1 sort of thing. Um, if you're against a yellow hero, maybe even mulligan for two to avoid the scruffy. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. All I know is that like the it's like two of those uh, Yoda Cassian damage decks uh, made top sixteen at Worlds. Um, the builds uh, from Gen Con were slightly different to uh, the build that you and I have been playing. Uh, they focus more on ranged uh, upgrades yep. uh, with no force waves, uh, which I wonder if they actually included force waves uh, as a medical. They might have actually uh, top aided or had a good chance at uh, at taking out the top spot, top or at least top two there anyway. Yeah, um, I think if you're playing Yoda at the moment in any variation of a deck, you're playing vehicles, you're playing whatever, you just one or force wave yeah agreed right just so that you have the chance if you come up against a three or four wide uh rando calrissian deck you're just like all right let's let's just hard mulligan for that force wave and see if i can win the game for free agreed all right well let's uh let's move on from there uh another thing i wanted to touch on quickly was uh there's been a lot of talk about kylo 2 in the meta uh and based on the results of gen con uh, we only see two Kylo 2 uh, prices in the top 32 with only one making its way to the top eight and uh, bailing out there. So it looks like um, even though it's it's a very, very strong deck, we didn't have a high, represent, high representation of monocolored decks within that top 32, uh, which might be a medical based on the fact that Kylo Price or Kylo 2X was doing so well in previous store champs. Do you think this is going to be the same moving forward? Do you think people are going to move away from playing Kylo for this exact reason? Um, I think if if you're thinking of playing a two-character villain deck um, and you're thinking like you want to have sort of the big, the, the big bad dynamic duo, regardless of what other people are playing kylo is really strong like he's got 50 percent damage sides he's got 12 health for 17 points um and then the ability i always think of the ability as like uh, a freebie upgrade right like if you come up against a monocolor you do better right but if you come up come up against a rainbow yeah he still does well 
um, because he's still like really aggressively costed. Uh, that being said, I think this is this is exactly what's going to happen. If people don't see a lot of monocolor, they won't play Kylo, even though I, like I think is still still a really good choice. Um, but they just won't play him because they'll use the lack of monocolor decks as a good opportunity to experiment um, with sort of other character combinations. That's yeah. my thoughts anyway. Yeah, and if we start seeing uh, some. Uh, the rise of mono blue hero again which to be fair is what we saw at the start of the last meta uh, the legacies meta uh, everyone was playing kylo and then no one played mono color decks and then mono kind of like rose back up and then kylo quickly followed behind it so we might see the same cycle for lack of a better term uh in the way of the force meta as well yeah I know that some people playing mono, for example, uh, shout out to James who won our locals on uh, Tuesday night. He was playing mono blue hero uh, and he just played around the Kylo ability by taking a lot of shields. He beat, I think he beat two Kylos that night. So he was playing Luke Ezra and he just took a lot of shields to sort of give himself that bit of extra health. Wow, that's Um, awesome. Because that doesn't have a high health pool either. Like you're only looking at... 20 points there so uh well done for getting through two kylo prices uh and maybe people have started to finally figure out blue hero in this meta and kylo is now inherently weaker against it because people know how to to yeah because he knows how to everyone's starting to learn with the new blue hero decks how to play around it like you've got so much action cheating in the blue hero that the two damage like you can actually even burst down Kylo round two now, if not early round three. Yeah. And you can put pressure, which means they won't have access to those ancient savers they've played and stuff like that. Like even if you don't kill Kylo, he'll be sitting there like cycling his ancients or something like that, rather than just sitting there with like three upgrades until round three. You're like, Oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left, so let's move on to, uh, our local scene so within australia this this weekend we've got four store champs that i have managed to record down so we've got uh one in sydney at good games town hall uh and there's one in cairns both of those being played on saturday uh and then on sunday there is a store champs at next level games in melbourne and one in Perth, uh, which I'm going to assume is at Good Games Cannington, but I'm I'm not too sure. Someone might want to correct me on that. Uh, so our very own Blake uh, from Destiny Down Under will be playing in Perth. Uh, Jacob and myself uh, will be playing at Good Games Town Hall. Uh, what do you have any meta predictions uh, post Gen Con for the for the local Australian meta? Oh look, I think a lot of people will be playing Mill. <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't have a clear strategy against how to beat Yoda Cassian Mill or like Yoda Cassian Anakin Mill, uh, get one, get one ASAP. Just look up some videos about people playing it, see what they think is weak, um, and yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think you're right. I think we're definitely going to see some Yoda Cassian Anakin Mill. I think we're going to see uh, some. Uh, Mother Tales and Commandos uh, three wide. Um, yep. Probably, I, I'm not too sure on the hero vehicles part um, because Mill is there. Hero vehicles might be a suboptimal choice to bring to a store champs this weekend. 
but uh, I know we have some very good uh, Hero Vehicles players. Hero so. Vehicles players, which might be able to play around that. I mean, the thing I've realised about the Australian meta uh, is that um, it gives me nightmares trying to figure out what to play because everyone just plays whatever the hell they want. They don't really <laughs> care what is happening in the rest of the world. So it's it's very difficult to predict what you're going to see. So I guess as far as meta predictions go and what to play to counter that, bring whatever you're best at playing. <laughs> yeah, I think good advice Good advice for tournaments is to bring what you feel best best on. Um, like, obviously, try and, try and get some practice in on those really strong decks beforehand, so a really strong deck is what you feel best on. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we could go around the Sydney scene and pick out a lot of players who we know are going to play certain types of decks, like Hero Vehicles resident players, like Villain aggro players and stuff like that and we we at least in sydney we have such a spread representation of players um and they're all like very good uh like very sort of near that that top level of skill or near equal levels in skill anyway so there's no point trying to sort of predict oh everyone's gonna play kylo price because there are people that'll never play kylo price and stuff like that I think, yeah, just play what you're best at and go in with the, the mindset that you want to win and that you want to do your best. You're not there to have fun. You're there to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I, put, I put out a call on Facebook uh, yesterday or the day before just about what uh, people from around Australia thought uh, might show up. Um, Des, who's in the Perth meta, says that he predicts mill and vehicles with the normal smattering of Hero Blue and Towson that plagues Perth. So... <clears throat> Um, I think they've got a meta of about oh, 20 to 30 players throughout all of Perth. But obviously, um, they have specific players that like playing their specific archetypes, regardless of what the meta is is uh, is showing. So it, it might be easier to call your local meta, but as 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 a as a whole, uh, probably a lot more difficult. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, so let's move on from there. So just good luck to everyone at their store champs uh, this weekend. Uh, make sure you get in touch with us and let us know how you went so we can uh, review it uh, next week on episode two of Ambush. Um, Will, you just wanted to touch on uh, on a competitive mindset. So going into a store champs, what is the mindset that uh, you want to have? Well, this actually came down to the rise of sort of Yoda, Cassian, Anakin, Mill, I did have someone sort of talk to me and say, oh, look, I, like, I want to play this, but, like, maybe I just, I don't want to play the deck that just won at Gen Con. Um, like, I don't want to be that guy sort of thing. And, look, I, like, I'm not there to tell anyone how to live their lives. But if you want to go to a competition and, like, you know, there's only so many competitions every year, right? Like, you can play for fun every week. You can experiment every week but if you in yourself you have that inkling that you want to play a meta deck and you want to just see how far you can take it you want to test your skills with like sort of the what's been shown to be a pretty good deck uh just do it don't don't hesitate just go in go in balls to the wall like and if people come up to you and they're like oh you're just playing that because it won at Gencon, just turn around and be like yeah yeah i am i really wanted to see how well i could do with it sort of thing like don't be don't be uh don't be shy just win games <laughs> not pointing fingers at dave <laughs> <laughs> i 
Well, I didn't say his name. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be as diplomatic about it. Um, no, I think I think you're exactly right. I think people need to get off this whole uh, net decking sort of um, train that they jump on. I think if you want to net... Like, some of us aren't great deck builders. Uh, and the only way that we can play competitive decks is is by ta- taking what's popular and maybe changing two to four cards to suit our own personal play styles. And realistically, if you look at something like Blue Hero, I mean, 26 of the cards are pretty much the same anyway. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you don't have a lot of variety, and I do think a lot of people need to need to get off that train. Um, with going in, like with Store Champs as well, um, I think you mentioned it, <clears throat> excuse me, a little while ago about getting those pre-tournament nerves, and people outside of Australia that might be listening to this going, oh, you're only talking about store champs. Uh, what people outside of Australia uh, need to realize is store champs are our Gen Con. Um, yeah, we to, don't have to, 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 to a certain degree. I mean, we get regionals and we get nationals, but we don't get big competitive, competitive events like Gen Con as well. So um, yeah, we you need... Get to... like, you get like six store champs a year if you live in yeah. Sydney uh use them to the best of your ability like yeah yeah and we we get one regionals that we can go to and we also have a nationals but that nationals might be on the other side of australia which might not be feasible or fun or financially feasible for people to get to yeah uh without much preparation so i mean uh for me going into a store champs i'm always pretty nervous going heading into that first game uh and even if I get a win or a loss on that first game, uh, the the competitive nerves have uh, have dropped a little bit um, just because you've kind of warmed yourself up um, and then you just focus, refocus, and head into the next match going, you know, you've got you've to win this, just like get into the zone and try not to make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try not to make mistakes is a big one and be constantly reviewing um like sort of what's in your hand what's in your deck and what like how far away is your win condition sort of thing i I actually think what some people don't do enough is check their opponent's discard pile yeah like that that. is that's a habit that i've gotten myself into like at least once around i'll be checking their discard pile especially later in the game from round three onwards to see what mitigation they've chucked uh and what mitigation they so they might potentially have in their hand how much is left in their deck so what's the percentage that they might actually be holding on to that second easy pickings if they've yeah. got 15 cards in their deck still and five in their hand and 10 in their discard and one's in the discard pile there's a high probability they might not actually have that easy pickings in their hand so you can yeah. make a, a fair estimate of of what mitigation you might be up against all right, we've uh, gone severely overtime, which is pretty typical for a Destiny Down Under podcast. Uh, any final words there, Will? Um, no, I just, yeah, everyone this weekend, good luck, have fun. Uh, I won't be playing, um, so play for me. Someone play Yodicassian <laughs> Damage. Win games. <laughs> win games, win Town Hall. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. good luck to everyone who is competing in the Store Champs this weekend. Um, we are very interested to hear uh, what wins, uh, especially week out, a week out from Gen Con. Um, also want to give a shout out to the Perth Jawas. Um, 
these guys are very big in the Perth scene, uh, and they give of their time uh, to set up uh, live streams for uh, Destiny. And it's not only Destiny, I believe they cover X-Wing and other games as well. Um, so once we get a link for that, uh, I'll post that on the Destiny Down Under page uh, so people can follow the Perth Store Championships on Sunday as well. Yeah, really excited to see how they go. Yeah. So again, good luck to everyone. Shout out to the Dest friends and uh, my other co-host, Jacob and Blake. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will be back next Thursday with more Destiny news. Thanks for your time, Will. Thanks.